Empower Radio presents The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. There's a place, a beautiful, interactive world where we are actively growing a new story for humanity and a more sustainable, peaceful, just, and united earth. It's called One World, co-created for World Unity Week. In the midst of our changing and challenging times, we have an unprecedented opportunity to unite as a global community in purposeful and creative action. World Unity Week is a celebration of this transformative potential, and you are invited to participate, to share, and to do so much more, and you're going to hear more about it today. So I invite you to take a few deep breaths, open your heart and mind, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guest As a unity activist and spiritual entrepreneur, Ben Bowler is the executive director of Unity Earth, a global network building a worldwide movement for unity and peace. Ben's impressive resume spans over 15 years with unique and powerful interfaith activities, a variety of media, and then incredible global events. I encourage you to read Ben's full bio on the show page and stick around to learn more about what he's up to now. I'm so happy to bring him back. Welcome back to the show, Ben. Uh, Dr. Julie Krull, it is an honor and a pleasure to be back on your show. Well, thank you. It's always an honor and pleasure to sit in your presence, and um, I adore you dearly, and I know all of our listeners are going to as well. So, yes, thank you, Ben, for being here. And, you know, I've had you on my show before, and so I've asked my traditional first question. Today, I'm going to ask it again with a twist, since we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. unity, and I, I really want to talk about unity for the first part of the show and then we'll move into world unity week and what is that so um just want to engage in this whole idea so i'm going to ask for the first time here what does all things connected mean to you in relationship to realizing world unity Mm. yeah thank you julie It's such a great question um, every time. (laughs) And I think for us, it's the dawning realization uh, that everything's got its place, everything belongs, and everything is relational. And that there isn't anything that isn't uh, a part of this whole system, which we are only really beginning to realize um, exists in the first place, you know. coming out of our um, dream of a reductionist, scientific, materialistic worldview, which is still very kind of lingering in our minds and consciousness, to realize that there, there's a field where everything has its place and not in competition, but in um, a, a, an ecosystem of, 
um, of vibrant life. So how does that affect us as we um, work towards realization of, of actual unity on the planet? I think it's a, a very important um, step for us to have that insight, Julie, of all things connected in order for us to find our place and our um, belonging first and foremost uh, in this field of unity. And once we've found or as we're finding our place and our belonging uh, in this field of unity where all things are connected, it then becomes possible for the conditions arise for us to accept the other, including the other that we thought we couldn't accept. And that's really the most important part of this process. It's easy for us to love our friends and sometimes to love our family, but to really accept that which we thought was unacceptable. And there are many examples culturally, ethnically, um, historically, um, that politically, uh, that are deeply challenging. But in that deeper awareness of all things connected and everything belonging, um, there is a process unfolding in which we can accept the unacceptable, forgive the unforgivable, uh, and that is and heal the unhealable. Uh, and that is the the doorway through to the unity we seek. Mm. Ben, that was brilliant. I need to transcribe that for you and get that quote back to you is is really beautiful idea of this this deeper awareness and that everything does have its place in this field. So um, when I listen to you speak from this place, um, it's like this acknowledgement that, Unity is creating us in this moment. We're not creating or mm. realizing world unity. You know, it's kind of like when we find that sense of belonging, that deeper awareness in the truth of who we be, then that impulse brings us all together and, and creates greater unity within our prior unity. I really, ooh, I love what you're saying here. You know what? I'm going to expand this out then because this is an important piece that that we do look at this prior unity. You know, we're all expressions of an already existing wholeness, an inherent unity with all life. We're, we're undivided, a whole living system with this, you hear me say often, one planetary superorganism coming to mm-hmm. together to experience ourselves as whole. So, Ben, let's just deepen into your personal story first. When did you first experience this embodied sense of prior unity, this this field that everything has its place? And, and how has that shaped you and your work in the world up till now? Yeah, um, I think it's been uh, it, like much of evolution, Julie, it's been sort of punctuated by big quantum moments and then filled in with lots of gradual <laughs> experiences. Um, I did want to say too, just about uh, the field of unity and this uh, understanding of all things connected. I feel like this is why there are so many people now returning to look at indigenous wisdom and culture mm-hmm. and uh, understanding that deep understanding of the interconnectedness of all life uh, was present and is present in indigenous um culture and spirituality and understanding and science. And so just to acknowledge that there is something to which we are returning in a sense, and there is a sense of where we're going forward 
beyond where we've ever been before as the entire human family. So it's an interesting dynamic of going, of returning and progressing simultaneously. And we can unpack that a little more as we go. But I, um, in terms of my own personal uh, revelations uh, and insights, I, um, I, I, I had an experience when I was a young child of, you know, you might call it God consciousness, or you might call it um, uh, awakening. You might call it enlightenment. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it was a very profound. I was in the front yard of my family home in Canberra, here in Australia, and I just had a a very powerful. It stopped me in my tracks. This uh, moment of I am, I am me. Actually, was what I was what I was experiencing. The I am me uh, experience. Um, and, um, you know, it was very formative for me. Uh, and I guess in a way that was a, uh, you could say it was a source encounter or, or, or understanding. And from that, um, uh, you know, I, I then went on to have all sorts of different experiences, particularly with my dad, who as a scientist was traveling a lot. So I got to spend time out in the desert with him and with Aboriginal communities and up around Uluru. And I mean, really amazing adventures for which I'm de- deeply grateful and and even over to Western China in 1985, we stayed for three months. And that was a mind-blowing experience for a 12-year-old kid from the suburbs of Canberra to be there, you know, surrounded by this culture and also engaging with the Tibetans up on the Western, on the plateau, Tibetan plateau. So there were a number of experiences, really, which really, I guess, blew my mind um, and um, expanded my uh, consciousness of who I am and who we are and uh, and what it is to be human. So there are definitely some profound experiences along the way which were formative uh, in this in this experience um, and I think you know for me we don't want to get sort of too theological too early in the show <laughs> but I think I think that um, you know for me it is it do, unity does start from the top down for me I know that other people approach it through different ways through the elements or through 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 the earth itself and I, I re- re- respect and revere those approaches um, but for me it's um I think the unity, the experience of unity comes from recognition of our relationship to God and understanding the universal aspect of that. That is the source of my comprehension of our universal unity is that we are all children of God, if you like, and or, or emanations of, of, of divine source. I mean, there are many ways to sort of language that. But the essence of it being that there is a fundamental unity and cause capital C, cause of our universal unity. And I think that's important for me to to share that. You know, that's a beautiful place to just pause for a second because um, it, this is reflected in your work as well. You, ben, the unity movement encompasses so many social change agendas from peace, social justice, the interfaith cooperation, nuclear disarmament, client concern climate concerns mm. and and sustainability so like and, and much more to, just for the the health of all humans and the life on the planet i mean like as you're bringing people together around the world to work for you world unity there's a lot of different expressions of this so the mm. call is really broad and all in encompassing but your roots are in the interfaith expression this universal aspect of divine source consciousness god like you said cause with the capital c so how does that foundation of interfaith move us 
into a broader unity movement. So anyone that's listening to that, like you said, some might come in through nature or a unitive mm. experience with nature. Some might, we all come in a different way. For, from your opinion, I think this is an important foundational piece of the interfaith aspect of world unity and how coming through that door does lead to social justice and nuclear disarmament and so many other concerns, including climate sustainability. So can you just address that for a moment? Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Yeah, it's definitely a big tent and uh, there are many doorways in uh, to, to this rising movement and they're all beautiful and welcome and essential in their own, in their own, um, um, vitality, these groups and, 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 and communities and tribes that are coming together, orientating around various aspects of this total field transformation where everything's changing. So if everything's changing, we need everyone on board. And, and um, that's been one of the most beautiful things. And, and when we get to World Unity Week, that's one of the most exciting things is the diversity. I'm thrilled to share with you, you know, some of the diverse groups that are coming together. It's amazing. Um, but in terms of the question, the, the heart of it for me, and look, before Unity Earth, um, our platform was, uh, the platform I was um, utilizing was onegod.com, which is one the number one god.com, which was a blog and interfaith, you know, kind of a place of creativity and music and, uh, and, and discussion. But it was really around this very sort of simple idea that um, there is one universal uh, cause and source and center of, of all things. And it's, um, it's uh, known and experienced in different cultures and different tongues by different things. And, even today, people relate to it. It's very personal, very, very deeply personal. Mm-hmm. I don't think any two, I don't think any two of us actually fully see that the same way. And and that's amazing. That's amazing that you can have this universal um, origin of everything, and then have this uniquely personal relationship with it, which is completely yours, uh, and and nobody else can duplicate. I mean, I I find that just absolutely beautiful and bewildering and magnificent so yes that, that definitely does animate me and, and and i think we got to a point with the brand one god.com julie and we're realizing look this is okay this is great this is where i'm coming from but it's not necessarily a big enough container to sweep every you know everybody that we wanted to along including um you know that there are certain religions that the word is challenging for certain communities uh, uh, some indigenous uh, communities as well, but also for the environmental aspect and for the earth aspect itself, just felt uh, equally equally important. Um, so that's where the emergence of Unity Earth came out uh, from. That I wanted to expand and broaden the, um, the 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 groups that were coming into the field. So that was a good decision, uh, and yet still that spirit of one God um, is animating me and others uh, around. Uh, you know, the, the, in the work, and particularly as you say, with the unifi- with the interfaith aspect of it. So yeah, and it's beautiful to see even the Parliament of World's Religions now, and you know, since hundred and you know forty years old or whatever it is, uh, is 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 doing a lot of the kind of work you were just talking about before: nuclear disarmament, social justice, climate justice, uh, racial justice. These are these subjects are very very present for the whole interfaith movement, for the United Religions Initiative, Religions for Peace. They're all involved in all of those aspects, um, which is great and, and, and good to see. And I think the ongoing 
expansion of what I love about interfaith engagement, not so much dialogue. I mean, dialogue is a step on the journey, but what I love about interfaith engagement or sharing or what Dr. Kurt Johnson calls interspiritual, um, which is that deep sharing across the traditions, is the expansion that happens, that we get out of our um, uh, philosophical frameworks and structures that we thought was everything and we encounter another framework. And then in that process, we we grow and we expand and we become something bigger than we were before. So I've, I've really witnessed this up close in myself and in many others. Uh, and it's an essential part of the process of us expanding um, and, and, and religion itself evolving uh, to be worthy of, um, of worshiping a universal, a universal creator, a universal God. Yeah, there's, there's a ways to go. But we need each other to stimulate that evolution um, and and growth in the individual and in the systems. Mm, thank you, Ben. We need each other. I I just saw an article. Was reading another article, just confirming that that here we are coming together in so many creative ways on the planet right now. And you know sometimes it's hard to see that. But thank you for bringing in that aspect of of faith and one God and the interfaith movement, because I think it's really an important foundation. And and so I'm going to ask you to expand just a little bit more here, because I think this is um, a fascinating journey that you've been on, that you have personally been called to facilitate such an immense multi-year global campaign for unity. And it, I know it isn't, it, Prior to 2020, there were several events that were coming up to 2020. Last year was this spontaneous emergence of World Unity Week. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you call it year zero, you know, right before the caravan of unity because this this live event across the United States and Europe had been just a little changed because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. But, but that arose. So help us understand i i would love to hear how you became so personally called to facilitate such a global immense campaign that has been years now in the making just years now in the making and now this new trajectory is world unity week until 2030 and beyond whatever it takes so what is that inside of you what is that calling and and how how are you bringing that into manifestation and form <laughs> yeah. So that well, the, thank you, Julie. I mean, the, in terms of you know uh, the the um, reflecting on um, uh, the personal aspect, I, I think that it it comes to a point where it just it's just a mystery in the end. I mean, I don't know why. I think mean, there are other you know family members and people around me that you know wonder the same thing. What am I doing? Um, but I think like any calling, uh, sometimes, Julie, and, and, and you'll recognize this, uh, many of the listeners will recognize this, any true calling is ultimately a bit of a mystery where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can answer it by saying I had those experiences as a youth and it infected me and, you know, I went on and did that. And that's one answer. But that's at a more superficial level. I think the ultimate answer is I don't know. And that's fine. I'm 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 at peace with that. I think in terms of... Um, in terms of how we got built up from 2012, and you know, I know you were close to Barbara Mark Hubbard, and we were 
uh, a, a very small part of what Barbara Markshub and Stephen Diner did in, in uh, uh, December 2012, which was right around the world. Such a beautiful, um, coordinated, connected event, birth 2012, as all over the world people were commemorating the um, changing of the Mayan calendar or the ending of the Mayan calendar. That stage uh, was in Thailand, up in Chiang Mai, and uh, we did our first, you know, really small interfaith music festival. Parts of Anton and Antoinette came, and um, there were Buddhist monks and you know interfaith uh, communities, some indigenous content. I mean, it was a beautiful beginning. But then from then, this vision of a big unity caravan across America, um, you really was born out of that, and that would became like the big dream. Imagine this, you know, large numbers of people and very diverse groups, spiritual, ecological, socially uh, motivated, all coming together in song and ceremony uh, across the United States. That was kind of the big vision. And things started to fill in um, these steps along the way, kind of filled in and became the road to 2020. And it's fascinating because, you know, on the road to 2020 was a series of global events from the outback in Australia to the Rift Valley to North America to the holy city of Varanasi to the holy lands of the Middle East. I mean, it was an, it was an epic global odyssey that then culminated in the caravan of unity across America, in which you were a part. When we came to Nebraska, um, but as you mentioned in the in the in the question, the um, obviously COVID had struck and uh, we couldn't do it the way we wanted to, so we had to adapt. But I think look, the interesting thing is. Um, people would often ask me, what happens at the end of 2020? I mean, we were all in our resources and time and energy and effort and putting it all on the table for this road to 2020. And people were understandably curious or asking, what happens after 2020? What are you doing this for? Um, and the, real, the reality is um, that, uh, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. So nobody knew what was going to happen in 2020, of course. So, and then, as you said, the World Unity Week emerged and, you know, with uh, John Raymer and with our connection with our sign network and then our connections to the United Religions Initiative and Audrey Kitagawa and, and many other key global players, Jude Caravan and many others, you know, it emerged this beautiful collective rising of all these organizations coming together. And, you know, it was such a wonderful, truly blessed manifestation, Julie, of all the so many relationships and goodwill and um, good faith and good heart, people standing together and doing something together and convening World Unity Week. We weren't sitting around waiting for the United Nations to tell us to, it was okay or any nation states or any other institutions. We were just, we the people, civil society of the planet, rising up, standing up and saying, we, we got this, we can do this. And so we did that orientated around the mid-year solstice and it was amazing. Um, it's a beautiful format where everybody has the opportunity to present and host an event. And um, and, and that was really through John's brilliance uh, that, 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 that emerged. So again, it's deep partnership, deep, tr deep trusted relationships is really the essence of everything that we've done co-creatively all along the road to 2020 and leading up to 2020 and then through World Unity Week itself. So um, in terms of that process, again, it was a mystery. It was a mystery what yeah. the road to 2020 was going to become. And now the, you know, the, the, the clarity is this platform of World Unity Weekend. And we're all in. We're really focused on building it out over the next years, uh, all the way through till the end of the decade. Well, this is beautiful. We're going to talk in detail more about World Unity Week after the break. We're going to take a quick break, but I want to reflect just on what you're saying, Ben, because I think this is a a 
inspirational, um, nurturing piece for all of our listeners right in this moment when you said every true calling is a bit of a mystery. And what you just shared with us was in your ability to tune in to that. I call that, you know, we used to call it soul's calling. What is the soul's calling? What is that? True calling is your soul's calling. I now call it our evolutionary purpose. You know, it's really, it's more than our soul's purpose. It's our evolutionary purpose. And that impulse is there and accessible through all of us at all the time. It's like when I said unity's creating this for us. So your story is a beautiful example for all of us to tune into that mystery, which is the impulse of evolution itself moving through us and look what can be created. You've you've done amazing things on the planet just by tuning in and, and trusting the mystery and, and really listening. So any any last words that you want to add to that before we go to break? Um, no, it's beautiful um, uh, re, re, re reflection there, uh, Julie. I, th- I think, you know, in terms of what we need is we need everyone to trust the mystery. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need individuals to, to trust that process, trust that inner call. It's tough. It can be hard. It can be confronting. It, it can be um, costs um, that are not uh, necessarily um, easy to bear. And yet, it's, 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 it's such a deep, incredible joy to live your evolutionary purpose, Julie, as you've, as you've named it here, and step into it. And that leap of faith that it so often takes. I, I don't think I met somebody in which leap of faith wasn't part of the story. Um, but at some point, you've got you to you leap. You've got to trust it. And you've got to say, like, you know, that which we're seeking is seeking us. Whereas Rumi said, oh, that, that which is calling you has got you, is supporting you. And so trust that process to not just say yes, but to live your yes out across the chasm of uncertainty and leap. Um, And the net will appear. And it may not be exactly the net you were thinking or hoping. It will be a different kind of net. But just it's so important for us to take that leap of faith and to trust a mystery that's calling you to live your evolutionary purpose. That's what the world needs most. So thank you, Julie, for the opportunity to have this conversation. Mm. It's, uh, it's a very, very important one. Mm, I like that. Live your yes and trust that mystery. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. We're going to take a quick break. And after the break, you're going to learn more about World Unity Week. And I'm going to ask Ben a few pointed questions as well to expand our awareness a bit. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Meditation channel, nonstop meditation music, 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation channel is interruption free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app, free in the App Store, or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation channel. Dave. What are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. 
Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right, but don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP. We help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. There's hundreds of fun and simple things you and your family can do to live a healthier lifestyle. Here's 20 of them. Walk to work, walk the dog, have the dog walk you, take a hike, take a bike, skate, dance, hop, jump, do the Humpty Hump, skip seconds, skip dessert, skip, skip, skip to my loop, don't skip breakfast, drink H2O, lower your sodium, raise the roof, shake your booty, stock up in vegetables, and don't forget to eat them. <sighs> Search We Can online to find more ways you and your family can get healthy together. A message from the Ad Council, HHS, and NIH's We Can program. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected on Empower Radio. Hey, welcome back. If you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and perhaps listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. On the leading edge of personal, social, and global transformation, I invite you to be a way shower, a change agent, and make connections that inspire and accelerate our collective awakening and our planetary healing. Stay connected every week with my newsletter where you'll find meaningful content, opportunities, and inspiration. I want to support you. You can do that by going to juliecrawlemail.com. Again, that's juliecrawlemail.com, and you'll get a weekly or less little note from me in your inbox. So I love to stay connected with you. Thanks for doing that. I'm here today with Ben Bowler, founder of Unity Earth, and we're talking about unity, global unity. What is that? And World Unity Week. So, Ben, it is almost time. Ground zero from, from year zero to year one, World Unity Week is a time for coming together with this focus on unity that we've been talking about and yet so much more. 
let's just talk for a bit about this eight-day event. Um, You kind of talked a little bit about how it began. It emerged. We both mentioned that last year in the middle of um, moving toward the caravan of unity and what was happening. And so Mm -hmm. from your point of view, what is this eight-day experience and what can participants expect? Mm, beautiful. Thanks, Julie. Yeah, it's very, very close. Right upon us. Um, so it's uh, it's, a, it's an evolving um, uh, being itself, World Unity Week. And this year, I tell you, it's so exciting. So yes, we do refer to last year as, as a year of origin, year O, really. Um, everything changed. The whole world has um, gone in a, a, a transformation of profound and, and, and far-reaching um, in every corner of life. So it does feel like we're in year one, Julie, and um, it might be year one of a new decade for some people, but a year one of a new life period on Earth, uh, we feel strongly. And so this this year one of World Unity Week is um, we're really going to the next level. There's a deep, immersive aspect with World Unity Week, and you presenced it at the introduction of the show with the one world uh, and one world will be experienceable in so many different ways. There's a town hall, there's a water source, there's a musical space, there's a place for kids and family, there's a temple of temples. Um, there's so much cooking in one world, isn't you know, the Amazon rainforest is beautiful and and it'll also be experienced through an immersive platform called Sparkle, which has been working also with Burning Man community uh, to bring their experiences into the multiverse online. So really uh, taking an experiential deep dive into how can we um, create meaningful connections and experiences, and um, and uh, sharing of of information in a in an interactive, fun, engaging, um, so fulfilling way. So that's um, uh, you know one of the intentions. And then you know we've got these series of events, which are the big pieces, if you like, like the opening ceremony on the nineteenth of June. It's it's nineteenth June through to twenty sixth. And then it's a solstice on the 20th of June. So many indigenous, amazing indigenous-led ceremonies and events, and there's some historic things planned for the 20th of June. Historic treaties being signed between the Ramapo, Lenape, and the Mohawks uh, in the eastern United States, uh, and extraordinary events all around the world. Um, and then on the 21st, it's also many things. It's International Day of Yoga, uh, and it's uh, it's a very important day for so many different reasons. Uh, lots of people commemorate the 21st of June. International Children's Month have their wave of love on the hour across that date, and uh, there are just so many commemorations on that date that we'll be we'll be covering and sharing. So then we go into this four day convergence, which is this amazing space. There's now more than 30 convergence rooms, which are going to be running simultaneously, and they're orientated around so many different themes and uh and and um action areas um and we have over 200 plus co-convening organizations and now more than 300 events planned across those four days um absolutely extraordinary and you know the wealth of content the speakers yeah there's there's prominent there's prominent presenters with jane goodall with chief phil lane jr there's deepak chopra there's uh, uh, Vandana Shiva. I mean, we have amazing presenters, global uh, luminaries, and also uh, a host of incredible people putting on you know, extraordinary content in their offerings and their sharings, everything from 
temples of the of the of the divine of the rising feminine, temple of the rising masculine, all the way through to um, you know these town hall discussions, which are very uh, serious uh, global policy discussions uh, about how do we move forward to a global culture of peace uh, and true human security from where we are. So we're spanning like a great range of of areas. There's a cosmic gateway, Julie, where people can go and really. Um, explore the uh, the fringes of consciousness and you know the, some of these very very exciting dynamic conversations about other uh, other consciousnesses from from for who may be visiting us there's a there's a whole range of uh, of areas to explore so that's all happening in one world and it's beautifully represented through Kara Stonehouse the artist in this gorgeous depiction of all these different spaces and places showing up in this interconnected Whole. And then on the final day, on Saturday the 26th, there's a whole host of um, uh, events planned, including uh, uh, you know harvesting events. It's the United Religions Initiative uh, 20, uh, 21st birthday that day. So they've got a beautiful program they're doing to honor that, and we we're so delighted to be partnering with them. And and then it builds up to, to the closing ceremonies on the final day. So the eight days are full of the constellation of rich and amazing things and offerings and experiences. And we invite you to dive into One World and create your own experience and connect with the incredible people that are putting, you know, putting this offering on. And it's all completely free, free to the world. And uh, I do want to mention the extraordinary generosity of our primary sponsor, Purpose Earth, uh, who aren't only the sponsor, but are really co-producing World Unity Week and um, the very reason we have World Unity Week in the first place uh, is, in some senses, because of the seed of the of the of the launch of Purpose Earth, um, which was scheduled for the 21st of June last year. So they're incredible uh, foundational partners in their generosity, as well as the International Academy for Multicultural Cooperation, which is a co-sponsor uh, through uh, Audrey Kitagawa and um, and World Weavers as well. So we're grateful for all of that. But what that means, Julie, is it allows us to put it on as a free event for the world. And uh, we invite everybody to come, show up, uh, bring your gifts and and experience this. And I think that the deeper um, purpose here is if we can experience the unity of one world online in an immersive way where there's all these different fields from ecology to spirituality to social justice to children, family, I mean, so much is represented in that space, indigenous wisdom, and knowledge if we can experience unity in a field like that across a platform like world unity week um then that gives us great belief and hope and knowing that we can continue to build that and we can continue to grow that and that we can um uh create and connect with that field at a global level uh on the planet so it's a, it's a learning by doing experience, and we need all hands and hearts, uh, you know, in one world, uh, so that we can we can grow it together. Beautiful, it is, it is, it is. Wow, what a, a rich description and invitation for everyone. How do our listeners get involved? So uh, very easily, just go to worldunityweek.org, worldunityweek.org. And you can register um, uh, to attend, and it's free, and you'll, you'll be in the emails. And um, from then on, you'll be invited into uh, 
the major events and you'll be invited into one world uh, so just go to the website put your put your email address in there and you're in so as soon as we put our email address in we're invited into one world we get notifications and then how do we how do we kind of navigate all these different offer offerings we'll see the schedule of events we'll yeah. how does that work ben yeah so it's through the map uh, through the map, you can then uh, um, explore the different spaces. So there are spaces in one world that then open up into the rooms. Um, so you can explore the different spaces and go into the rooms. And yes, there's schedules um, that are available, which will be available as we get uh, towards the beginning of the opening ceremony. And those schedules will be available really for people to experience and also to see and explore. But we also invite people to take an emergent dive into this and, and pop in. Uh, during the week and see what's happening and find, um, you know, let yourself, let yourself experience something maybe that you didn't plan, uh, something that you didn't look up on a schedule. Let yourself, let your spirit knows, guide you to where you may want to go and explore in one world. It is a bit of an experience like that. And through the Sparkle platform, which is this other doorway in, uh, we'll be giving uh, trainings and um, we'll be also uh, guiding people through that which is a beautiful immersive experience uh, in in into one world, but via a more um, a deeply immersive uh, um, doorway. So we'll be we'll be having um, explanations for that, Julie, of how people can engage in both those aspects and get involved and connect to one world. Wonderful. So go to worldunityweek.org and register and you'll get all that and so much more the thing i love about this invitation is it's not really a linear um experience or calendar <laughs> you know it is really it is immersive you can't help but jump into an immersion of um this really rich experience in so many different ways and if if you want to have that that tense conversation about policy and moving forward or you want to just get lost in some art and some music you're going to have all of the above there's just going to be so many incredible opportunities ben what is your personal hope for the outcome of world unity week yeah I, you know i think we've <clears throat> we've uh, taken a bit of the pressure off um the road to 2020 was very intense, you know, bang, 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 multiple events a year. And I think this World Unity Week, it's a beautiful thing, Julie, because all we're really hoping is that we take a progressive step forward together. We don't need to, you know, achieve any, uh, you know, kind of outcome beyond just taking, growing the field, building more connections, deepening connections, engaging more communities, and taking a progressive step so that we can continue to build on it. Um, not just for World Unity Week 2022, but all the other events that are gatherings on the Round International Day of Peace, which is such an important orientating uh, date for so many organizations, really, literally millions of organizations around the planet. Um, and then the, uh, the the December solstice and 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 then oh, and then into the, uh, the the March equinox. So um, we're building, we're building. So the hope for World Unity Week is that we take a giant leap forward. And that we really cross a threshold of critical mass of people who believe um, that we can achieve um, a world created anew um, based upon the values of our wisdom traditions of including our indigenous um, 
uh, forebears, and based upon love and respect for the earth and for all of life, and, that, and for each other and for the human family, and that we build a new civilization based on love and based on um, harmony, based on those beautiful qualities that we all aspire to, and that we can do it. So it is, it is really the hope of World Unity Week that it empowers us to believe in the peace and the unity that we know is our nature and that we and that we are tasked with advancing on this planet so it's to take a progressive step at an individual level the hope and the intention is that is that individuals are connected i mean it's a it's an it's an experience of deep flow you know and and you can you've had that deep flow people have been to burning man or sometimes at the parliament of world's religions or incredible sort of gatherings and events where there's amazing synchronicity in the air is just sparking with incredible powerful potentials and and connections and magic um and the you know it's really the supreme showing up and 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 in that deepest flow state so world unity week is that that's very rich in world unity week and coming connecting meeting experiencing growing and uh, being, you know, kind of ignited uh, for the for the pathway ahead, so that individuals can take a deeper step into living their evolutionary purpose, Julie, as you've said, in whatever form and whatever frame and whatever field that is. That's the hope of World Unity Week: is that it is a a, a giant um, arena of uh, awakening, and um, and that that you know builds a platform upon which we can all build. Uh, including towards World Unity Week next year and beyond. Mm -hmm. Your words uh, demonstrate why you are such an effective leader, Ben. Thank you. It's so inspiring to listen to you and to share um, from that perspective. I I have a um, just a couple questions here that I really want to muse into, and one of them is that in the good of the whole community, we've been having this perennial conversation about the being versus the doing, you know, being mm. the embodied expression of unity versus the doing of conscious activism. And your theme this year is let's do something. Can you speak about let's do something? But also that idea, I think you opened with it at the beginning of the show that we are that in, in our being-ness. And what about the doing, the being versus doing when people really pull that apart and polarize it instead of it being um, unitive action that comes from our being, our doing comes from our being. If you could just address that. <laughs> the perennial conversation. Yes. Yeah. I, our theme for the first year, for year one, for year O, uh, was um, answering the call. And it was a beautiful theme. It was putting it out there and people were answering the call to show up for World Unity Week. And obviously there are many other meeting, meetings, personal and otherwise, in answering the call. Um, this year, after so much, so much of the lockdown, and you know, so many—let's uh, be honest—so many Zoom calls and, and meetings and everything else, that the, the essence of it's really time for us to get going. Um, now, that's not replacing a being state uh, in any sense whatsoever. It's an extension of a state of being, yeah. not a not a replacement of a state of being. Um, and so, you know, in, in, in last year, we were and asked, you know, asked to answer the call. And this year is very much about doing something. And we are inspired by, by, by organizations like EcoPeace that are 
for nearly 30 years have been active in the most fraught environment on the planet in the Middle East there and working on environmental peace building across Jordan, Palestine and Israel. It's just so inspiring. And these young um, activists have come through Purpose Earth communities and groups all over the world, Africa and, and, and many parts of the world that are doing amazing work uh, for environmental and social projects. Uh, a young uh, World Unity Week ambassador, um, Nazreen Sheikh, uh, is a great example too, Julie, who is a victim or, or is a, a um, yeah victim of human slavery uh, coming out of Nepal and the and the textile industry, uh, which we're all culpable of, um, by the way, of course. And um, and and her work with now uh, you know serving thousands and thousands of girls uh, who are caught up in modern day slavery, you know the essence of yeah, let's do something. It is time to do something. Now that doesn't mean. Um, that you know, let's do something can also be let's do something creative, let's do something peaceful, let's do something mindfully. Uh, it can die and it needs to con- you know continue to have that essence of the being state within it. Um, so I guess in a sense, it's kind of like that tra- transcend and include. In a sense, that doing is transcending and including being, um, and that it's really to acknowledge it's time for us to come together and do something. There's another aspect to it, I think, as well, which is last year many many people were paralyzed by narratives which were completely um, uh, you know, um, taking away our agency and putting putting the agency in the hands of some um, malevolent kind of elite process or people or whatever it may be. But the, but the idea of, look, if we've got something we want to show up in the world, if we've got something we want to give, if we believe in something, then let's do something together. Let's be proactive. Let's reclaim our agency. Let's realize we're not at the victim here of anything, nation states or the way of the world or evil cabals. We are, we are, we are actors of creation. We are agents of creation ourselves, unlimited power that exists within our hearts and minds and hands as we come together as one human family to do something, to, to do as, as in the Jewish tradition, tikkun olam, to repair the world, to rebuild the world, to remake the world anew, a new earth um, is going to happen through us and with us as willing partners in that creation. So that spirit of let's do something is a call. It's inspiring to, to all of us and it engages us to rise up and be something new on the earth. Mm. With that, you're going to love my last question for you in the last four minutes or so. I want to, I want to ask you this because um, I'm inspired just listening to you. You're a global leader with deep, meaningful connections and positive working relationships all around the world. And Ben, when you pause and reflect on world unity and all the changes and challenges that that you've already spoke about on the planet and what we've been enduring, I trust you see a larger evolutionary pattern unfolding here, a more global view of what's happening. So from your perspective in this last four minutes here, what can you share about the future of humanity and life on the earth? What do you see what is the positive? What is the good as we reflect on the future of humanity? <laughs> no, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I, Julie, you might have got, your listeners might have got through this um, discussion that um, 
you know, I I don't see the future. I don't know um, where it's going. I I I I feel like it's incredible and beautiful and beyond our wildest dreams. Um, and yet, it's 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 something that we only get to really experience when we come together and start to live it. Um, you know, the I do believe in the future of the earth. Uh, in the destiny of the earth is to be. Um, heaven on earth. Uh, I do believe that. I believe that is our, you know, our destiny and to create heaven on earth, uh, together as a vibrant, colorful, diverse family of humanity in harmony with the systems of all of life and its vibrancy and mother nature, um, and to build and to live and to work and to play and to learn, uh, in systems that are life giving and life affirming and 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 address and 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 are connected to the sacredness of life itself, uh, including honoring um, the deepest divinity uh, we we can, however we can, and and respecting the diversity of that. Um, I think the future of the earth is wild and beautiful and free, and I may not you know, live this life to get to see that fulfilled in the fullest. Um, but we get to play a part in its creation. And that's an extraordinary honor and gift for all of us. Thank you, Julie. Mm. I love the words connected to the sacred and life affirming. It just feels wonderful to just be in that place of imagining and reimagining um, this heaven on earth that, that we all want. It's, it's in our hearts, right? So, Ben, first of all, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for trusting me to kind of push you a little deeper into the unity conversation beyond just Unity Week. I know you're super busy right now and your schedule is so full, but I think setting this foundation of unity is an important part of why we even come together. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I just want to give you... Um, 60 seconds or less to to address is there anything that you didn't get to say today that you really want to say to our listeners um um please come please come please come to world unity week we need you we love you we want to hear from you and to meet you and connect with you and lift each other up and uh, we just we just warmly, warmly, warmly invite you. As Rumi said, come, come, whoever you are. Thank you, Julie. Beautiful. Thank you, Ben. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. I just want to – I hope you have a really good feeling about World Unity Week and what that means. And Unity Earth is focused on generating powerful opportunities for collaboration and transformation honoring all wisdom and faith traditions, promoting inclusion and justice for all humans, supporting the preservation of the planet, and so much more. So join us at worldunityweek.org. You've been listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Remember, together we're creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now.